1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 through 5, from the message translation on this occasion, it says this, God tested us thoroughly to make sure that we could be trusted with good news. Be assured that when we speak to you, we're not after some crowd approval. We only want God's approval. Since we've been put through a battery of tests, you can be guaranteed that both we and the message are genuine, that they are free from error, that they are free from mixed and unreliable emotions and free from hidden agendas. We never used words to butter you up. No one knows that better than you. And God knows we need, uh, God knows we never used words just as a smokescreen to take advantage of other people or things. That's a really powerful passage of scripture if you dwell on it for a bit, because it addresses the risk that every human being has of allowing hidden agendas to crop up in our hearts and to take a view of people and of things and even of the gospel from a selfish perspective, to manipulate, to orchestrate things for our own personal advantage or personal gain. And this passage of scripture pushes or leans into the idea that God tests our hearts and puts us through things, a battery of tests he describes it as, to make sure that we are free from error and to make sure that we're free from mixed emotions and to make sure that we're free from hidden agendas. And I thought it might be a good idea for us to thank the Lord for a filtering, sifting or purifying process. You know, at my home, I have a water purifier. Um, it, it may be a bit extreme because it's reverse osmosis and there's a lot of questions around whether that's a good idea or not. It takes too many things up. But I want to drink something that has been through at least a bit of purification. I want to feel safe about the nourishment and the value that I'm getting without it coming with a couple of extra particles that could run the risk of being harmful to me later. And the gospel is this wonderful, pure thing that all of us need for nourishment. But then the Bible tells us it's very important, goes through a couple of filters so that it, it, it doesn't have any particles mixed in there, you see. And so today I, I want to talk to you about agendas and how easy it is for a hidden agenda or an unholy agenda to creep up in our hearts. And the Bible tells us that God has his own agenda for us, and it's called the salvation agenda. In fact, I think I want, I want to read that to you because in Psalm 88, also from the message translation, verse 1, it says, I spent the night on my knees before you, Lord, and asked this, please put me on your salvation agenda. Take notes on my on the troubles I'm in and move me out of them. You know, the psalmist is writing and saying, you know, I'm getting twisted and turned by everybody's agendas. I'm even getting bent out of shape by my own agendas. Can you clean all that up? And can you just put me on a salvation agenda? In fact, the Bible goes on to say in another passage in Luke chapter 10 that when we're on God's agenda, rejoicing is the consequence. We have a happy agenda, a joyful agenda. Have you ever noticed somebody with an unholy agenda, they're always very unhappy because things never look like they're going their way. They're constantly trying to orchestrate. I've got to try and get this one to be my friend and that one not to be friends with this one. And I've got to organize that this guy gets the promotion because then they'll promote me. And I've got to make sure that guy never gets the promotion. And when you're constantly hustling in an unholy way, you are unhappy. And you know, there's something about, hey, that's tweetable, I reckon. Uh, there's something about letting God purify the agenda process in our lives so that we're functioning with holy agendas. I reckon don't do even a good thing if it isn't from a holy agenda or a holy place. 
And today, perhaps in the process of our conversation and our prayer, we should ask the Lord for that purifying or purging process. And then the second thing I want to encourage you on is rejoice over trials because they produce this product called a pure, error-free, non-mixed emotion, holy agenda. That's what it's there for. You know, sometimes we, th- we take it personally when we're getting tested, but, but don't take it personally. It's not you. It's, it's what you're worth that's being tested. Don't take it personally. You see, uh, the higher the quality of something, the more of a refining process it sort of has to go through. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, you can clean a stick and just wash it off and scrape a bit of dirt, leave it to the side. When you deal with gold, ah, it's going to go through furnaces and it's going to be purified. It's going to be uh, 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 managed. It's got to be malleable uh, because it's worth something. And I, I think there's a value in recognizing the difference that when something isn't worth a lot, you don't have to purge it much, but when something is worth a lot, you do. And so there's a refining sort of nature to that. And I feel like there are a lot of us who are the victims of either our own hidden agendas or we're the victims of other people's hidden agendas. Sometimes we're even the victims of trying to implement our own agendas to force things to go our way. And what if we just rested and put our trust in the Lord and said, Lord, would you put me on your salvation agenda and would you keep me true to that word and true to that direction? Would that not potentially shift my heart to a happy place? And so that's the nature of our prayer this morning and our conversation. I want to remind you to be careful of hidden agendas, to be mindful that God has an agenda and to be aware that God has an agenda and to be aware that the outcome of a godly agenda is to have a happy heart, a rejoicing heart. That's God's intent for us. So with that in mind, we're going to take a moment to pray and then I'm going to send you off on your day. Looking forward to Vincent leading us in songs of worship on uh, devotion tomorrow and church on Sunday. Uh, Go to a gathering if you're nearby or log on online and invite a friend or two. Oh, and I was going to mention what I commented on with Deline and Jan Durant and George. I'll be driving down together with a a dean uh, and and some equipment towards Cape Town uh, next Friday. And I'm going to be stopping over in George and we're going to have dinner. So if you're on the garden route and you want to Come to the dinner, keep an eye on the social media and you can let us know, you can RSVP, we can get to dinner and then I'm preaching in Cape Town 5th of December, so I'm looking forward to that. Shall we pray everybody? Father, we thank you so much that you have an agenda for us, a plan, a purpose, and when our hearts align with that, happiness becomes the product of that. And when we have hidden agendas, we're twisted and when we are the victim of other people's hidden agendas, then we have mixed emotions and And Lord, we pray that you will put us through a battery of tests so that we have no error, mixed emotion, and hidden agenda. We're we're joyful over that process because we're absolutely confident that the product is worth the process. Because it's worth it, we trust you in it, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.